back. My man, how you doing, brother? Hey, everything is going good. Good, sir. Good, sir. Man, you know we how we doing. We knocking these shows out, man. Uh, this show, we're going to talk about, man, Daryl Bevel and the coaching staff, man. They're not going to make it for the for the game, man. Yeah, so, um, and it's really it's not funny, y'all, but <laughs> what happened was, um, I believe, you know, uh, something happened where one of the guys was on the COVID list. One of the coaches, I think, actually did uh, test positive for COVID, and um, he came in, he, he held, like, a, a meeting in his office, and so pretty much all of the coaches, all of the main coaches were in that meeting, and um, so they were all exposed. Uh, they were all exposed to it. So, of course, they had to do a, a five-day, um, you know, like a five-day quarantine. Um, now, this is the thing. Uh, the quarantine tomorrow will be the last day. So, if they were playing on Sunday, this would be, you know, a non-factor. And I know that Dale Bevel, in his press conference, he said that, you know, they tried their hardest to get um, the NFL to push the game back, you know, to Sunday so that the coaches could be out there. Right. But the NFL refused. You know, they they refused. I was going to say, uh, as you know, we let go uh, Braden Combs last week. It, it was a lot of talk saying that Bevel yeah. had a lot to do with that. Yeah, um, he did. And now this comes about. Is that? Do you categorize this as karma? Because I seen I seen uh, Combs' wife put out there on uh, on social media. She says, you know, the ball don't lie. Instant karma is what it is, man. It's instant karma because this is the thing. You know, you're not the – yeah, you're the interim head coach, and, yeah, he – you know, he went against you, whatever be the case, you know. You know, people get so high on these power structures, and I don't think it was a good idea for Combs to do, you know, to go against, you know, the word of the, you know, the head coach. But the thing is, listen, man, you're not going to be the head coach of this team in, in, in two or three weeks. So, you know – for you to try to get somebody fired the last three, two weeks of the season, it really just kind of show how much of a, I mean, it really just kind of show how much of a, for better or more words, just how much of a, un- I really want to say something else, but how much of an uncool dude he is. And I think that's the reason why you haven't heard about Dale Bevel uh, being in head coaching searches and uh, people, you know, calling him for jobs because I think your reputation follows you. And he hasn't had too much of a great reputation around the league. I mean, just being quite honest. And I think it's because of things like that. You know, he he throw he he throw you up under the bus, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Matt Patricia could tell you some stories. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, a lot of fans don't remember. You know, uh, what was that? The first game of the season in 2019, where uh, Bevel called the timeout. And then, you know, he was like, well, yeah, uh, well, you know, I thought that it was the best thing to do. And he kind of basically took the pressure off of him and put it on Matt Patricia, even though Matt Patricia wasn't the guy that called it. So, you know. And and, and, and he makes that move, but he gets mad at Cone for making his. See, my thing right. is, my thing is, like you were saying, like we're in this transition of trying to find a new coach, well, new GM, right. hopefully a new, new coach, GM, new coach, new staff, new, new staff in general. You know? And and with that said, um, why make that? Why why upset? Why bring any kind of 
unlevelness to the team yeah. at this point. We're like, this damn, time, yeah, we're almost at looks, the finish line. It just looks, I mean, looking in on it, even from a fan standpoint, it just looked toxic. It's just like, damn, that's a toxic situation. They still, you know what I'm saying? They not even, you know, because it's like, me personally, I didn't want Coombs. I'm going to be, be honest. I didn't want the guy to be fired just because he's the best special team coordinator that I've ever seen with the Detroit Lions in. You know, maybe, just maybe, you know, that I was thinking, you know, if a GM comes in and you look at the team as a whole and you you analyzing the team on what you got good and what you don't have and you kind of like, okay, I know I got a guy here who can keep my special teams, you know, at least top five, top ten special teams. That's one less thing that I got to do, you know, coming in as a GM. You know, I thought that he would be a good guy to keep over. You know, we hope. You know, like Ron Prince, the guy who is a wide receivers coach, who he will be the head coach of the game tomorrow. Come Sunday, right? Yeah. Tomorrow, my um, bad, I said Sunday, but he will be the head coach come tomorrow, just because you know of what's the situation. Uh, and he's a guy that the players like. I know Calvin Johnson is really high on him. That's probably one of the last people in the organization that Calvin Johnson still even talk to or like. You know, but um. That's when you have guys like that. You know, he he's been here through how many different regimes, you know. Right, right. And you know, he's he's a he's a pretty good wide receivers coach. He's good at what he does. And I just thought maybe he could be a guy like that, you know, if he didn't get a job somewhere else. Um that, you know, he could just stay here, keep his job, but they had yeah. other plans. I think I think it was some it feels like it was some type of resentment towards him because I think uh soon as when uh, Patricia got fired, there was a lot of people calling for Combs to be the the interim coach. And yeah, it's it's a little it's it probably a little bit of smoke and fire there. I mean, I heard that you know it had been brewing between them for you know a good minute. You know, it had been brewing between them for a good minute, and I think that's that's because you know Combs he looked like he a young, confident guy. He's confident in what he's doing. You know, the players that he coaches, they all came out on Twitter and, you know. That was the big thing for me. That was the killer because players are going to tell you the truth. When the players started coming out, I was like, yo, that was my guy. You know, that, you know, like now you're you're turning the players who pretty much got two weeks left in this horrible season, not going to the playoffs. Now you got them having to see their coach that was putting in good work for us have to exit what does that show for this team man what does that show exactly that's that's it just shows more of you know to to me it's just more bull you know it's just okay they they still the same it's kind of like a same old lions thing like they ran bad you know and then you got i mean i hate this you know i rod wood just in my opinion he shouldn't be making any football decisions because i know that bob not bob quinn but Bevel, he got the permission, you know, he kind of called up front and was like, you know, look, I want to, I want to let this dude go, you know, quote unquote. So, um, I just think that Rod Wood should not be, he, he, he don't need to have no say in any on field matters. You know, he just need to stay with the business side of stuff and handle that because he's not a football guy. You know, he doesn't know. He, he doesn't know what a GM is going to have to do, you know. He doesn't know how hard it might be for the Lions to find another special teams guy that can get us – keep us that good again. Right. 
And uh, my and my thing is, I, I, I guarantee you, Coons is going to get a job next year with a nice team. You know how that special team uh, department looking real, real nice. I hope man. it doesn't come back and haunt us and he's in the division. But Man, I hope it don't come back and haunt us in a different way. You know, he he was a guy, he's one of those young guys that people were looking to kind of take under their wing. Like, they were saying in like 10 years, this guy, 10, 8, 5, you know, somewhere in that timeline, that this could be one of the new, you know, new head coaches or one of the best head coaches or best coordinators. So we, he, he might even get a, he might even get a coordinator position uh, somewhere. You know, I was thinking that maybe you would make him like a, an assistant coach or some type of, you know, higher up coach just to kind of keep him around. You know, guys like that don't last long, but right. I hope it don't come back and haunt us, like you said. Yeah, I'm a, uh, definitely gonna keep record that. With uh with the podcast, this is uh the Detroit Lions season, the podcast. We gonna we gonna keep uh track of that, uh, especially next year and for years to come. And we we'll we'll track back to this specific podcast if if uh Mr. Combs comes out there and you know excels in the league. We we definitely gonna come back to this and uh, revisit this, man. But uh with that said, man, uh we gonna go to the to the next segment. See you in a minute, bro. Uh, appreciate you for the show. We out. We out.